Welcome to the Hunter's Hub, a Monster Hunter community podcast for hunters by hunters. Welcome, Hunters, to an exciting episode of the Hunters Hub, episode 15. Um, today, we are once again joined by the guest that keeps on guesting, Haru. I'm never, ever going away. <laughs> Just add, keep, keep, keep adding an ever, every time it happens. That'd be great. <laughs> um, and then Lobrin. Hello, hello. Back. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so anyone tuning in, um, previous episode, uh, it was just me and Eric's, um, and I'm sure Eric's is busy having fun playing the game. Um, just for point of reference, we are on, uh, January 30th. So the game has been out for a little while. Um, we've all got to play it here. Uh, and this episode is mostly going to be initial impressions, but that being said, if you have not reached we'll say the end of the coral highlands uh to be vague um this is going to be spoilers up to that point most likely uh we may mention some things outside of that too so if you are really worried about spoilers i'm sorry we'll just pause it get past that point and come back and listen when you can and then uh from there we're going to get into the boring stuff we have a patreon up it's just uh, patreon.com slash huttertub and We'd love it to see comments and all sorts of stuff, so give us some feedback. Uh, anyways, all that boring stuff aside again, Monster Hunter World is out. Amazing, huh? Ta-da! It felt, uh, it felt pretty unreal that we finally got to launch. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I had initially been able to pick it up the Thursday night, but then uh, my wife's hours got switched, so I had to wait till probably about three o'clock uh friday to play but that being said i have clocked in 35 hours since then so oh wow it's not it's not impressive to the some of the numbers i've seen on the uh subreddit uh which one guy said he played 102 hours as of this morning oh no that's that's too much it's like not sleeping and eating too much <laughs> yeah he basically said he took power naps between quests uh. i was like how do you <laughs> I mean, I, I played, like, all weekend and, you know, quite a bit on Monday and a bit today, but I couldn't do, like, that crazy marathon. Well, I've been able to play so much because <clears throat> work situation with me, I've not I've not had any uh, obligations to go to, so it's mostly just watching the kids and playing, and I've been able to play a bit with the kids, so I've technically clocked a ton more hours than I thought I would. Um, but, yeah, uh, so... Two initial impressions. Um, Lobrin, uh, you mentioned that really quickly, just talk about, you know, we had intended on using weapon A, and are we using still weapon A? 
and you know, or if we switched or whatever. And just to answer that question really quick, I said I would be using the longsword, and I have used nothing but longsword. Yes. So join us. <laughs> I've I've so far avoided the longsword temptation, and I, I I was just avoiding it because that was my one of my old best weapons, and. Unfortunately, the same can't be said of Switch Axe. I was like, I'm not going to play Switch Axe. I'm going to be a good boy and try other weapons. And No, I'm playing Switch Axe. Uh, I was trying to get in the Hunting Horn, and mm-hmm. I couldn't again. I, they've changed a lot. It's just not my play style. Like, every single time, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great and fun. And I just do it. I'm like, I could be doing something else. So it's not, again, not, not a bad weapon in the slightest I just can't make myself enjoy doing it. So that the, both those goals failed. Mm. But otherwise, been gunning a lot. I actually use bow, and I might pick that up as a full-time thing, because bow's pretty fun. Hmm. Nice. And Haru, I, you're like me, just longsword all the way? Uh, a bit of both, actually. I've been um, uh, mostly longsword, always main longsword, and then uh, I've been playing the Switch Axe more than I did in the beta, more than I expected to. Um, still not totally comfortable with like the whole uh, overcharge mechanic and like the zero sum discharge. It's just uh, so exciting when you get to pull it off. <laughs> it, it it yeah, it looks cool. It looks cool from outside perspective too. Like watching people do it, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, uh, the thing that's just kept me going with the Switch Axe real quickly is. Um, I did not realize from the beta that they were going to make it rainbow-colored vials. <laughs> that it was just going to be, like, red and fire the whole time. But you can get, like, blue fire, like, green fire. It's awesome looking. Oh, yeah. One of the ones I was using for a while had just this bright blue. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Hmm. Yeah, I hadn't seen any of them. I've just done the longsword. It's cool. But yeah, I'm, okay. glad you, I'm glad you're still sticking with your, your commitment <laughs> since I failed mine. Yeah, I mean, I I think I chose something different because I wanted to do something different. I mean, for you came out when two thousand fifteen, so oh, I played, or maybe fourteen. Yeah, it was fifteen over um, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think in in terms of my kids' lives. <laughs> yeah, it was twenty fifteen. So, um, yeah. So the whole 2015, 2016 that I was playing Monster Hunter was all charge blade. So, I mean, aside from this short stint of me starting out in Sword and Shield. So, I don't know. I felt like I was ready for a change, despite me playing Hammer for almost 10 years. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I played Hammer for a good six years, maybe. So, oh. I don't know why I felt like I needed to switch after two, but I did. I do have slightly Hammer-relevant news, which, unfortunately, I could I can't tell uh, Gog. But, uh... Craig shots, or as they're called now, stinky shots, mm-hmm. at least from what I've seen, don't knock players away from the head. I have been shooting Craig Correct. shots at everything I can, and not seeing players go flying and having hammer people get mad at me makes me so happy, because now I can contribute that without worrying about pissing somebody off. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. that's strange, I because um, of course, sticky shots are like a huge explosion, but I've been getting knocked away out of the uh, long swords, like uh, spirit thrust, uh, helm splitter combo, like right and left by the um, uh, slicing shots, and mm. so it's strange that those. Oh yeah, 
strange as those would have such a big uh, trip on them, but uh, the big ex explosive one wouldn't. That's weird. I, that's something I am planning on talking about uh, maybe in, in the next episode or something like that is there is a lot of changes to bow guns and me being primary bow gun. I am excited to talk about them. But I think that's going to sure. be safe for another another episode. Yeah, we can do that. <clears throat> um, well, the biggest thing that I wanted to get into kind of all ties into multiplayer. Um, oh, right. Uh, so there's... Uh, so just just for reference, um, I'm in a clan um, called the Misfits, and it's it's whatever my friend uh, called them, um, and he uh, he myself and there's ten of us, and this is now keep in mind this is all from like my high school days, like OG crew. There was a lot more hunters back in those days than I remember. Um, because I only played with two other guys all the time I mentioned. And th those were my two best friends in high school. And I do remember, you know, the other guys playing here and there. But since then, a lot of my other friends from high school have got in, gotten into it. So I've been playing with people from my high school that I'm, you know, over 10 years removed from. And it's been hilarious. It's been awesome. But uh, the, the crazy thing is, I, and I love the clans, by the way, that really alleviates a lot of the issues that I'm going to get into here, is the story actually gets in the way of playing together in a very annoying way. Yes. And I would say it is my only real gripe with the game. Hmm. It is, it is weird. I, uh, Haru, Loburn, have you guys, like, tried to play with other people constantly or just doing... SOS players, or how are you guys doing your multiplayer, or at all? Uh, I've tested it a little bit. <clears throat> we haven't gotten to mess with the clans yet, because the people I was going to make clans with, we all suck at communication, so we haven't done that yet. <laughs> and uh, as for the actual multiplayer aspect, I have been loving loving it quite a bit. Uh, answering SOS calls is fun. Yeah. Um, I did find what made it a little bit easier to join groups and get in hunts is to instead go into a, when you first start the game, go mm -hmm. to just join session and automatically have it matchmake you. And it'll usually just jam you into a room full of like already like 10 or 12 people. Sorry, Xbox yeah. One people, maybe not yet, but soon. And uh, uh, once you... They found a workaround, thankfully. They said they fixed it? No, they found a workaround. Oh, okay, good. And um, by the uh, time... By the time this podcast comes out, uh, we don't know how the situation will be on Xbox, so just disclaimer. That's true. Yeah, at this point, they might not be able to do this. But anyway, click on just join session and get auto-matched in, mm -hmm. and it, it worked out pretty well, because you get quite a bit of people in the room with you, from my experience, mm -hmm. and then you can still join quests. If you do SOS, it'll still pull from people outside your session as well. True, yes. And then... Um, Instead of, because people aren't really using chat yet, which is kind of unfortunate, and I haven't heard anybody have voice chat yet. Mm -hmm. So what I suggest is, whenever you do that, just whenever you join a session, just go and start your quest by yourself, unless somebody immediately like starts accept it, like wait 30 seconds, and then just mm -hmm. enter the match and throw an SOS flare the second you can, because it ends up getting a group together really quickly, if you're like me and just love pugging and stuff like that and going with random people. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's so, my biggest suggestion: is just 
join session at the very beginning and let it match make you into a group because it usually tries to put you with people your HR. Okay. Right. There's a setting uh, to for a similar rank if you want, um, like Lilburn was saying. So I'll just go through a few different thoughts very quickly. I'm not. I'm kind of at a unique perspective perspective on this i think because i'm not usually a multiplayer player um mm. when i played try which was my first monster hunter uh, i never connected the wii to a network because um, i was still getting into the whole internet thing at that point and i played that game all single player and that's sort of my quintessential monster hunter uh reference so this was almost a mm-hmm. throwback to that um because uh, obviously in 4U you have the um, all the multiplayer online multiplayer on 3DS, and it's very uh, pick up and play, and um, you could uh, search out rooms for specific monsters you wanted to hunt down. Um, right. And I think this is a, just a different experience to that, because um, worlds a lot. Uh, I'd say it's easier in single player, which is a benefit in a lot of ways because with all the new environmental stuff and just the balancing of it, you can, I think you can solo monsters like a lot easier, even end game stuff than you could before. And it feels less like you're being hounded and you're just like barely hanging on. You can't get any combos going or anything. Um, right. But yeah, the online part of it, um, I've only tried matchmaking once, so I don't can't really speak to that. But I uh, tried to get into like online rooms and hunt a couple times, uh, several times, and I kind of gave up uh, each day that I tried because people don't know how to use them at all, <laughs> and no one knows how to find each other, like their character models, um, like it's com- people don't know. Um, like how to use hunters hunter hubs, basically. Yeah, it's it's complicated. And just quickly, I know I go on, on for a bit. Uh, SOS flares. I've really enjoyed those though, because that's sort of like a similar experience to the pick up and play of like yeah. four. Um, it, it's you do get a little bit less of that like running through an environment with your teammates, like leaping over hurdles in unison, because you're starting from different base camps and different times and into the hunt but um yeah it's sos flares are very quick and snappy usually uh even if you fail i kind of miss everybody leaving the base camp at the same time yeah so it does fit the idea of an sos flare of like maybe just kind of dropping what they're doing and running in from all directions to help you out yeah i agree Uh, that's fun i popped an sos flare earlier of the idea Oh, sorry. I'm just saying it fits the story, the idea. Oh, yeah. I uh, I popped one earlier, and I was fighting Lagiana, and I kind of forgot I'd popped one because nobody responded within, like, the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I must have missed the prompt that somebody joined. I just know at some point I was fighting it, and it, it you know, it did the double roar and got up and flew away. And as it flew away, there was a person with a hammer standing there. I was like, oh, hey, buddy, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect to see you here. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> but it was kind of cool, just that meeting of just another hunter suddenly showing up, and you're like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. You want to keep going? Cool. Yeah, because that's sort of like, and this is reading too much into it, obviously, but 
in an immersive sense, if you were just a hunter out in the environments, that that would be how you would encounter other people. Right. Yeah. It's it's kind of cool. You definitely feel that the uh, the community aspect of the town really feels like it's the players are part of the community and you're not just like all that one true hero like you were before. You know what I mean? Like you guys are the hunter in the, the previous ones where this one, it actually feels like there's a bunch of viable, really good hunters and that the, the other players could be any one of those fivers as they call them. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, for me, uh, my multiplayer experience is extensive. Um, I don't think that I have played any part of the game entirely solo. Um, and, and in some aspect, I was always online with other people, not necessarily them in my quest. Um, I think probably 95% of the time I've been in PS4 party chat with friends while playing, at least. So that's been a thing. Um, I have played every kind of multiplayer, um, everything from playing with friends and joining sessions to SOS flares uh, with randoms, uh, responding to SOS flares, uh, all that kind of stuff. So um, the issue uh, that I kind of hinted at uh, is that people cannot join you at the beginning of a quest if you have not seen the cutscenes yet. And while that sounds cool, that means if you are playing with a buddy, um, you both have to go into your quest solo, and someone has to drop out and join the other. Yes. Um, which feels really counterintuitive. So we um. actually have a friend who, uh, believe it or not, um, was actually play, was able to play more than I. Um, uh, this friend, I think, is very close to finishing the story. In fact, he's helping us so that he can, like, we can get caught up to help him finish. Um, so he's basically just grinding for gear with us. Uh, this guy has been now helping us all the time. And what would happen is we would have two or three people start uh, a story quest. And he would go in and help one. And then when those two were done, because they would inevitably get done faster... They would then, once they were finished, draw, uh, jump into my quest and then go from there. Uh, and I think it's important to note that uh, you can't be joinable until there's a little message that pops up across the screen. It says SOS Flare available, or you can use your SOS Flare or something like that. It's some sort of message saying that you can use the SOS Flare. Um, right. Once that is done you are actually joinable by anyone in the room. Your quest is on the quest board, and people can jump in without a flare on your session. Oh, really? They can jump in without yes. you flaring? I didn't know that. Yes. So if you are playing... So that's the that's what kind of brings in this all-important compass of clans that they don't really... They really undersell the importance of a clan. Mm -hmm. So a clan is a bunch of people that you play together with, Right. And you basically, when you start up, you say search up for the clan ID or whatever, right? See so the, the the various clans that you're part of. Which uh, really quick, um, we are going to be doing a nightly hunt with the Hunters Hub. I have made a Hunters Hub clan. Nice. So far, I'm the only one in it. 
Um, but we are going to do a weekly hunt sometime. We haven't scheduled what days yet. I'll keep people up to date on Twitter um, if they're interested. Or they can search me out, you know, whatever. But we're basically, you go in, you'll find a clan, you click on it, and if there are players in your clan in sessions, it will auto-join to your clan members. You are all in the same session if everyone does that, right? Or it'll join, if there's multiple sessions, it'll join one of them. So that way, so with my little band of Misfits clan that I'm part of with my high school bunch, that it's like, uh, I think, ten of us now, or eight, or something like that, there's always like a session open, pretty much. And someone goes in, you pop in, and there's like eight of us in there, and like we're like two sets of people doing quests and helping each other out and that kind of stuff. Um, so it's really easy to just join other people that way. And then when you're in there, and typically we're in party chat, and we're like, hey, uh, the cutscene's available, you can join now. Or they'll be like, hey, I see you're doing this, uh, do you need help? I'm like, now I got it, or whatever. So I've done some quests entirely solo. I've done some with full help, story, non-story, or whatever. Um, so that like that aspect kind of fixes that whole cutscene blocking issue, in my opinion. Um, I had a question but, for sure. you. Um, so when you say people can't join until they've watched all the cutscenes, uh, if there's a, in that mission, right? Yeah. If there's a cutscene like at the end of a hunt, uh, but like you've gotten that doesn't count. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So. There's a cutscene for completion. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like with um. Yeah. Like with yeah, Baroth or I whoever. I give you an example. One thing to note, though, it will bump you out of a party because I was in a party with a guy and finished the Lagiana one, and we had both voted to continue, except that it played the Lagiana cutscene, and when it was done, I was back in the overworld, and there was no party or anything like that. We were just back in our. Yeah, house, because the story brought you there. That yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that really does suck. But I mean, it was a it was a rando, so unfortunately I couldn't you know re meet up with him. But it's the fact that at least if you're in a party like you've been doing with the voice chat, it, it should be pretty easy to connect back up. Yeah, yeah, and we've been we've been coordinating pretty well. I haven't done a lot of farming for stuff. Um, I'm just now getting into that. Um, been building up some Juritatis. Uh, I'm in plus level quests. Uh, building up some Juritatis stuff so I could farm. Toby Kadachi, so that I can farm something else. Uh, something else being spoiler area that I won't get into. But basically, I, I've started that loop of like three three weaknesses deep building weapons to, to defeat something because it's hard enough. I need that elemental advantage. Uh, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the grind is already on, and it's still pretty fun. Um one of the things that uh, that I've started doing, so I looked over the, the trophies. Uh, one thing I like to do with a game that I really like and enjoy is I try to platinum that game or 100% for Xbox players, 100% the achievements. Um, but one of the ones I'm finding the most annoying is guild cards. Um, it's not really common for people to send their guild cards. Right. Uh, need to collect 50 it, ha- of them. it happened in a random session earlier with uh, me, where like one person shared it, and then they're like suddenly everybody starts sending them to everybody. So that yeah, th- so that's what I've been doing. SOS flares for is to get guild cards, and I'm not even <laughs> lying. I will just start joining SOS missions, um, just to 
you know, I'm trying to farm also, but some most of the time I pop in, I immediately, as soon as I join the quest, hit the options button, go to the guild card list, check everybody that's in that quest, send, and then it's about a 50-50 shot whether I get them back or not. But that's been, <laughs> that's been fun. Um, the SOS stuff is pretty cool. If you feel like just helping people out, it's a good way. Just join a SOS quest. You can just search. You can even search on the monster if you want. You're like, hey, people are going after this. Let me let me find it. Yeah, I have had frustration with that because I've been farming Legiana for like maybe half of my playtime. Because um, you like search yeah. SOS uh, and like low rank, high rank. And mm-hmm. sometimes it'll say no no SOS flares found for a specific monster. And I feel like yeah. that's bullshit. <laughs> I do so, think they're probably server dividing it a little bit. Yeah, because there's so many Which, people playing. There's no one hunting like one of the like it, twenty monsters sense, that though. you encounter in the early game. It does make sense though, because imagine opening up the board and seeing like sixty pages of results. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, but I just wish they would give us a few. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, on, sorry, I was just say on that point of so many people playing, five million copies sold in three days. Holy cow! Yeah, oh, yeah. I think Capcom knows that uh, <laughs> people outside Japan like their product now. And uh, just to <laughs> clarify a little bit, it's uh, just shipped to stores. Like we don't we don't know how many people have bought uh, actual copies, um, but it seems that there's well, a well, demand that- there. It's the most that figure game in... also includes the digital sales, though, which the digital sales are direct numbers, so partially direct. Okay. Oh, that also is currently, I think, the most sold game in NA Japan and uh, EU. I could be wrong about NA, but I know at least EU. Yeah, in that short of time, yeah. But I think is great too because it released the same day as Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Which I expected that there would be a clash of like people between those two games. And On a small scale, yes. But the thing is, the fighting game community is much smaller. They're vocal, for sure. But fighting games don't normally post big numbers. Yeah, the um, I think the um, like single-player, sort of open-world crowd got in on Monster Hunter this time. Yeah, and a lot of the buzz is saying uh, Destiny 2 players... Pop right. ship into Monster Hunter too. That, that's that, that's a strange bedfellows there. Well, I mean, it's seen as a similar kind of game, that sort of loot grind with your friends game. I know it's just like so far in in my mind, it's so far away from like sci-fi shooting. And, like, oh no, Halo. yeah, yeah, I played a, yeah, I played a, uh, I won't say a lot. I played a heavy amount of Destiny for a month, <laughs> and then a heavy amount of Destiny two. For a month, <laughs> um, like got into Endgame, was doing raids and everything within a month, and then dropped it because I got bored. Um, um, so very briefly, just uh, Monster Hunter World is sort of positioned as like a quasi MMO, um, like mm-hmm. like it has more of a let's just say it has a uh, games as a service leaning. Like they're they're hinting at some yes. at some sort of things with the spring update with uh, Devil Joe in it, and maybe that there's more in that. Who knows? Um, yeah, I I really want to see. So I was thinking about this um, 
you know, we, we I posed the question, how empty do those maps feel with some of the same monsters? And I kind of feel like there's a ton of variation in the ancient forest, and there's a little bit of variation in the Wildspire Wastes. And the other ones, I don't feel like there's a lot of variation um, so far. Um, so I kind of feel like we do need to see some more monsters to sort of keep it going. You know I do mean? kind of agree. Um, well, the, the, I just wanted to like ask that in, in reference to the 5 million, uh, sold to stores comment, because, um, what, what do you think that means for the DLC plans? Do you think they're going to ramp up? Do you think they're, they've always planned to do like a substantial DLC thing and then maybe an expansion? What do you guys think? I think that they're going to continue as planned um, for now. I think that they felt that this was going to be it's like, so you know, sometimes you do something and you're like, this was good. I can tell this is good. Um, right. For instance, um, in my writing that I do with the ecologies, uh, one of the few ecologies that I wrote it and I was like, people are actually, you know, most of the time I'm like, hey, I hope you guys like it. And here you go. When I post it. Um, on the message board that I do, another subreddit, um, there was one that I posted with the the ecology of the Hydra that I was like, no, I got this. Like, this is going to be good. This is my best one yet, right? I think that's what they're doing, feel with Monster Hunter. Because you can, you can tell that, like, no, we know what we're doing. We're putting our foot forward. We're, we're putting it out on, you know, I think this was a, it was a big confidence booster for them beforehand, right? Um, and I think that they have already made plans for it to be successful. I just think it's more successful than they expected. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we actually, it, it's literally way more successful than they expected by, because uh, their sales projections uh, were, and they were, everyone knew they were pretty modest, but they were just one and a half million. So it's, <laughs> it's doubled and then nearly doubled that again. <laughs> I think yes. I think what also helped is the uh, what's what I'm looking for. They did an excellent advertising campaign for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw Monster Hunter everywhere. I actually saw it um, Saturday. I took a break from Monster Hunter, a quick sanity break, so I could go to David Buster's, and they had um, they had UFC on. It was some big fight, and you know, advertisements during UFC are super expensive. And a Monster Hunter commercial came out in the middle of UFC, and it's like, whoa, okay, they're actually selling out pretty big money to advertise this thing. Well, I mean, yeah, they've done that before, though, with UFC specifically. I don't know if you were here on that podcast where I mentioned that, Lobo, but um, actually, no, you weren't, because this was, no, I don't sorry, I don't remember, it's been a while. But it's uh, it was our episode that took forever to come out, the, the, tri- the third generation retrospective. Uh, I mentioned that um, the Legiacris was this center ring logo uh, of a USC fight and, and to promote Monster Hunter Tri. But then there was, a, huh. there was a uh, there was a whole TV commercial run of Iron Beard. Uh, if you guys, oh Jesus those. Christ, that guy! <laughs> I love him. Yes, I, I do remember that. Actually, I saw them on YouTube. So this isn't actually the, I I feel like this has been less of a push, at least I've seen. Um, now, I it may have been more of a push. I'm more integrated into the Monster Hunter community than I was during Try. Uh, I wasn't, I mean, I was on the sub, I think, 
at that point, but I wasn't a moderator and I wasn't, you know, actively listening to everything news wise. I was just playing and playing with a few friends. Um, just to be a huge fan of the series at that point. I wasn't, you know, delved into the community as I was, but um, I kind of feel like it was maybe almost as big as a push uh, commercially here in the U.S. Yeah, I could uh, see that because um, try being on the Wii, like that was nearly 10 years ago. And I think TV was a lot bigger or at least a lot bigger in the gaming audience back then. Um, yeah. Like yeah. online only people hadn't developed as much. I did see though for world, um, like I just went to a random bar in town, sports bar, and like on one of the ESPNs, they had a commercial for Monster Hunter, and I was like double checked uh, at it. <laughs> it was the strangest thing. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, that was that was the double take. <laughs> yeah, that was bizarre to me. Yeah, I mean. Just in general, even before Monster Hunter World, Monster Hunter started to catch on at least a little bit. Um, I and I know this because it was it was a cool experience, but it was the weirdest one I've ever had. Uh, I mentioned a lot that I have a lot of Monster Hunter shirts, and I actually <laughs> attempt if I'm going out in public to only wear Monster Hunter shirts because I have now increased my count to ten Monster Hunter shirts. Um, nice. So I I could go forever, like just do laundry once a week and still have enough shirts to just wear Monster Hunter. Um, but I had wanted to go watch a movie in a theater, uh, and I was coming out of the theater, and I was with a, a group of friends. I think we just got done watching uh, Kubo and the Two Strings or whatever, the, the, the paper mache bard movie. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, this high schooler kid, um, he must have been a freshman or something. He just comes running up to me, right? And he grabs me. And this is so weird in a public place. I don't even know this kid. I've never seen him, right? I'm, I'm actually just out with my wife and our two friends. He just grabs me. He's like, I love Monster Hunter. And he runs off. And I'm like, <laughs> what? That's cool. That's amazing. <clears throat> but what? <laughs> That's, that's man that's uh that'll be embarrassing for me uh, uh, it was just like okay okay it's gaining some popularity and i was wearing my eye and it's supposed to be heart but it's a it's a well-done steak and then mh so it's pretty you know if you don't know what it is you wouldn't know um you wouldn't you know if you didn't you were in the monster hunter stuff you wouldn't know that a well-done steak was and you wouldn't know what mh was you know what i mean so right right it was he definitely knew what was going on so hmm. I, don't know. I, I thought it was cool um i do have a side note really fast because sure. you mentioned the well-done steak mm -hmm. have any of you successfully cooked a steak yes i have burned every single freaking steak because i'm so used to the old jingle <laughs> yeah, they changed the jingle. They changed I'm kind of disappointed. And it's they not changed the. It's the not timing. the end of it either. No, nope, it's not. Um, yeah, the jingle entirely changed. It's it used to go like the little dun 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 da 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 dun 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 and then you had to wait two counts. So tasty. And then you would hit the so you know we would stop cooking. So tasty. It is now before the song ends. That you have to do that. It is so weird, and it's like I have to do it visually now, or else I fail. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's after those. So little, I have a it's after those uh, two little beats at the end, like da da, and then you hit the button right there, and you've got a well done steak. Yeah, I mean, I get, I can do it now. It's just they changed it. I've been doing yeah. that for. Gosh, it was thirteen years at that point. I've been doing that <laughs> jingle. Uh, that you, was hard. That was hard to unwire. New DLC. Uh, it'll, it'll add a uh, vintage uh, cooking stick to your inventory that just does the old style jingle with the old timer. <laughs> Dude, talk about talk about nostalgia DLC. Did you guys see that you can turn um, the handler into the guild marm for three dollars? What? Oh, that's what is that live now? Yeah, uh, yeah. You can pay three dollars to 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 put the handler in a guild marm outfit the glasses and everything hair everything damn it that's happening like the second i'm done recording this now <laughs> i haven't actually gone to the playstation store since i bought it so I, I don't know what they put on there they've got free stuff there too they've got a couple free hairstyles and gestures and that kind of stuff hmm. yeah you have to so. manually download prance yes. oh prance is there okay i thought it was dead they're not charging for prance. They're not. They're not murderers. When, when I got the uh, game on launch night digitally, um, I started it up and I was like, "Wait a minute!" So I quit the application and went to the PlayStation Store and I just bought like all of the things, all of like packets of of microtransactions except for <laughs> except for the Guildmarm one. And then I like, okay, now I'm ready. Started the game up again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy anything. I just downloaded all the free stuff. Okay. Um, it was actually one of my friends in the in the uh, clan that was like, "Hey, did you know you could buy stuff here?" And uh, he's not as experienced in Monster Hunter, so he had no idea why I was freaking out about a three dollar guild marm. He's like, "I don't even know what a guild marm is." Okay? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> and I'm like, but. They're charging three dollars to just like hook on people's nostalgia for two games ago. Like, oh my gosh! And it's working. I think the price is pretty fair. Like the the fabric animation on her is pretty good. Um, uh, I have not used it, and I will not be using it because I not that I don't like Guildmarm. I don't think I want to spend three dollars to change the character. I think that Hamsler is enough of a character on her own. That she doesn't need to be dressed like someone else. Yeah, I agree. See, three three dollars is half of a subway sandwich. I am absolutely willing to give that up. <laughs> One thing that I really want to touch on before you know we talk about initial impressions and that kind of stuff is something that not a lot of people, even my own clan, knew until I explained it to them is the investigations. I love um, investigations. Yeah. So little bit of context um there are types of quests there are the assigned quests which is your story missions which is how you progress there are optional quests which are basically the non-key quests if you're a previous monster Hunter fan optional just means you can do them they're not required um, but they're good to do because they give you stuff they upgrade your barbecue area they upgrade different facilities in the the thing um, on top of doing deliveries um so investigations are basically randomly unlocked special challenge quests that happen when you acquire points. And they're kind of random, but they're equivalent to around the hunt you're doing at the time. Um, so for instance, you are hunting a Baroth. You can 
look at his mud, and you get an investigation to hunt Juritatus and Baroth. Um, and they have special conditions. Sometimes it's only two hunters are allowed. Um, sometimes it's like all four hunters are allowed. It's this one monster. It's got great rewards, but you have to do it in 15 minutes. I've had or, one where it's one cart. You're only allowed one cart. That's it. Yep. Yeah, uh, yes, that's true. And I've seen a couple that are one cart. Um, there's, but the cool thing about these things is they have extra rewards that could have, um, depending on the level of the rewards, so there's bronze, silver, gold, um, and that's random based on the quest you find. Um, you can actually farm pretty well. Big drawback to that, though, is if you find a really good one, there's a limited amount of attempts. So if you post this quest, that takes away an attempt. You cannot post it once you've ran out of attempts. So you have to find a new investigation to fill that up. I do have a positive um, on that, though. Generally, yeah. as you're doing that investigation, uh, because, say, example, you're farming Toby, and... Mm -hmm. There's not a easily there's not a repeatable quest for Toby. You can't just go back and do it again. At least, well, you can do the assigned one over again. Oh, yeah. you can't. Okay, for some reason it wasn't letting me at the time. Maybe it's because I hadn't talked to somebody. But uh, yeah, example, you just want to you just want to beat up Toby over and over again. So you right. post your investigation for Toby. You do it in the attempts of when you're fighting Toby to you know finish this investigation. You can earn more investigations for beating up Toby while you're doing an investigation for beating up. So you can just keep chaining and getting more expeditions for the same thing. True, but it is a random chance. Uh, and you can get it from other things in the in that area that are appropriate. Yeah, so, it's, um, it's random, but it's like you get these things like they're, they're passing them out like uh, whatever it is that's cheap that people pass out often. Um, I get uh, like Halloween candy. You can really, get, it's a lot of them. I get them for shattering parts a lot. Like, 50% yes. of the time, if a part breaks, I get an investigation to go with it. Yeah, for breaking yeah, parts... a lot of times for, on tail severs. Yeah, for uh, killing small monsters, or even just picking up tracks, you get them. Mm -hmm. And I love them so far. Yeah. Um, they are my de facto way to farm. If I need to farm a monster, I am doing investigations. And a lot of time, what I've been doing is sort of pairing up my hunt for guild cards with investigations. Um, so I have been doing investigations for plus level Juritatis because I need some of his parts to make a better water longsword. Um, so I will post the quest, immediately shoot the flare when I'm in the quest, and just start. Uh, and then hopefully people come in, and as soon as they pop in, I send the guild card with hopes that they'll send it back. Uh, doesn't happen most of the time, but hey, I'll get there eventually. So, um, so um, investigations, I think, are the correct use for um, for vouchers, like your daily bonus voucher, at least in the early yes. game, because um, spending them on a <coughs> on a multi monster quest that's like two smaller monsters, like the one I, the one I had was Buke Buke and Jagras, because I was farming them. Yeah. Uh, if you burn a voucher on that, like the base reward will, can be like. Um, like like up to like fourteen thousand uh, zenny. I forget. Um, and then you can just double that to like twenty, thirty thousand, and you just get this big payday at the end of the quest. Oh, do it on ones that have like a, a higher payout. Okay. Yeah, and it's usually yeah. multi-monster quests like boost the 
the reward money. Um, I think you have to do them in like so, solo though, because otherwise they will uh, divide the rewards. <laughs> yeah. So, have you guys had uh, Zenny issues in this game? Because I've noticed that it's been hard to keep Zenny. Yes, but that's just because I make a lot of stuff. Like, unnecessary amounts of just stuff. <laughs> I don't. I still have Zenny issues. Um, yeah, I craft a lot of different sets and armor. Um, and I was running a little bit low on money. But then I started using this... Definitely not an exploit. And <laughs> I think it's actually intended, honestly. But I I could, like, empty and refill my account in, like, a couple of hunts. It was really... And a couple of uh, several pieces of armor crafted. So uh, it was pretty freeing compared to, like, Generations, where you were always felt money-starved. Yeah. So a couple of my friends have taken to golden fish fishing uh, <laughs> in the Rotten Vale. Huh. They will specifically take quests to go fish with golden fish and they would like so i was farming stuff right and they're like no we're gonna go get some zenny we're running low so the two of them went, went off and they would just be fishing entirely <laughs> um the whole time i was hunting and they're like yeah we just got uh what was it, and it was like two hundred thousand zenny or something like yeah yeah Whoa. like they're like like holy cow dude i was like i'm guessing on the number but it was insane right because they're just fishing and they're using the wet fish because they uh, one of my friends loves the wet fish over the normal whetstone because it's one swipe or two swipes and it's done. It's a lot faster. Hmm. He's like, okay, I, yeah, I, I get that. So, like, it's kind of weird. Like, gathering in this game is awesome. Yeah. In, a, like, a very different way. Because it's like, I have never not picked up an herb that I can, even if I'm full, I'm still picking up herbs. Like, yep. <laughs> um, I'm crafting mega potions all the time. Like, yeah. I go in with potions. I don't drink potions. I never drink potions. I use megas, and I find honey, and it auto-crafts potion, mega potions. Oh, uh, since we were talking about first impressions, auto-crafting is the greatest thing I've ever had in a Monster Hunter game. As a gunner, it is a godsend. <laughs> I imagine so. Oh, yeah. Some I'll of those plants, with... here's 40 of this. Yeah. And you find, like, one thing, it's like, boop, here's, like, seven pieces of ammo. I'm I like, will go cool. I will go into much more detail about that later. But, yes, um, you can gun from MR1 now. You have no money worries anymore. You're fine. Because you pick up one latchberry and you get 40 pieces of pierce ammo or something. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, in my group that I normally run with, um... So I'm a longsword main. Um, I've got uh, a friend of mine who has always been a great sword guy. He totally switched up to dual blades. He is like our dual blade aficionado. Mm. He is part breaker extreme. He just goes nuts. Um, my other friend, he's a great sword user now. Um, he used to be a longsword, but he saw I was using longsword. And he was like, nah, I'm going to switch it up. And just changed to a great sword. Um but one one of my friends, the guy who's the furthest, uh, and he's been doing it on a solo, is a heavy bow gunner, and he loves bombing things. Yes. So he'll put it to sleep and bomb it and that kind of thing. And he's crafting ammo all the time. Um, he had a bit of a point in the mid game area where he was like, "I feel like it's too hard to buy ammo. It's too expensive," uh, and he didn't know about the crafting it as much. 
Um, cause he hasn't, uh, in reference for him, he only played in try. Oh, he, he played a lot in try, mm. but he only ever played in try and he hated gunning and try. I don't even remember what he said he used. I think it was just great sword. And, um, he went full on bow gunner this time around. Um, and that came from the Nergigante beta. Uh, he just fell in love with gunning in that beta. So, mm. oh, sorry. I want no, to put in a quick context for anybody who is a pure physical person, which I'm sure is a huge chunk of the monster hunter thing instead of ranged. Yeah. In former games, in order to make a piece of ammo, you needed a shell casing. You had to buy casings and you can only carry 60 of them per hunt ever. And then you had to have some part of a berry or something like bomb nuts or I can't remember what we used to make normal ammo, but then like, or like a, thorn berries or something like that. Someone's going to yell at me for this. But uh, And then you combine those two and you would get two to three ammo per <laughs> craft. So you were you ran out of bullets so fast and you had to constantly buy casings because you cannot make your own casings. And so you just... Being a gunner was expensive. Or oh, yeah. you had to use your farm all the time to be anywhere close to be able to gun consistently. And Status gunning is even worse because static ammunition is expensive and you need certain rare herbs and stuff like that. Now with Monster Hunter, because you can just grab everything in the fly, you can autocraft most anything. You can autocraft all the level 1 ammunition types, with the exception of normal because you have unlimited. And you don't need casings anymore. If you pick, like I said earlier, if you pick up a latchberry, you get like 30 piercing 1 shells. And then... I think it's, I don't remember the exact name of it. I think it's a fire nut, flame nut or something like that. That'll auto craft into gunpowder and then you just upgrade your level one pierces into level two pierces by combining with gunpowder. And <laughs> it's just, everything is so much cheaper and finding uh, finding uh, stuff for status gunning is so much cheaper too. Like sleeper herbs are all over the place and I don't know what's used to make paralysis stuff, but paralysis stuff is all over the place, and so you don't have to break yourself, make yourself broke anymore to play a gunner. Which mm. that was my first impression was I can afford to do this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's my um, I hate I hate being wasteful in games. That was my trepidation uh, in getting into gunner. Uh, besides just the whole gunner armor debacle, um, was. Like, if I'm missing a shot, like, I spent time to get that bullet or that round. <laughs> and, like, if if you're missing with, like, the more expensive ammo, I was just like, ugh, like, I can't. It hurts too much. And things like, uh, in older games, until you hit, like, end of high rank, generally didn't mess around with stuff like sticky ammo or cluster ammo, because that stuff was very much expensive. Um... But now I have a, a Hunter Rank 3 bowgun that can mm. fire Cluster 2 and Sticky 2 ammo, which is insane. And I actually have Cluster 2 and Sticky 2 ammo to fire for once. So it's actually <laughs> it's, it's a really nice change. The, the Blade Masters don't really like the Cluster 2s, but, you know, I do. Oh yeah, my my friend. He's like, um, "Hey, watch out! I'm gonna use the explodey shot," is what he calls it. 
I ignore him because I just helm uh, helm breaker over it all. But <laughs> oh, you mentioned getting shot out of the sky by slash shot because that's also one of the cheapest ammo types, right. and it does a lot of damage for once. Like I cut more tails than the people I group with, and um, I just hit the tail no matter how tall it is. It's nice. I haven't I haven't ran into that a lot myself, only because I don't think that my friend uses that because we're all blade masters and he's the one gunner. So he's like, Why would I do that? Now you guys are just gonna cut off a tail. So Right. Um I I have I've also gotten swatted out of the sky. Uh, more so in the beta when everything was essentially free. But uh, out of that helmbreaker attack for the longsword the cluster shots have really knocked me out of that a bunch, too. Oh, yeah. um, I'm trying to be conservative with them, but... I just managed to get over them. Yeah, if I get hit by them, it'll knock you out, but I i don't know. I've, I've hunted enough with this other guy. Like, I think every time that I've hunted with other people, he's at least been involved, like, 99% of the time, that I know when he's going to use it and that kind of stuff. Like, we already have this rapport of when he's going to do things, so I don't really run into it too often and sometimes he'll do it like when I'm up in the air or something like that. So like if you manage to land the hit before you get knocked away, uh you don't really have a much of a problem. But yeah, you can get knocked out of it with cluster. I do have a friend who's currently playing um, you know, Attack on Titan with Insect Glaive. Like he's trying <laughs> to play, you know, the floor is lava with Insect Glaive. And he complains Yeah, my brother's doing that. Because he gets nailed all the time with slicing shots, piercing shots, spread shots. Like, everything hits him for some reason. Bullets are attracted to the insect leaf. <laughs> Everybody hit the bird. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a, there's a new skill or something called, like, aerial or something. And it prevents, like, knockback in the air. I wonder if that would work on, like, uh, tripping, too. It's, it's, uh, it's jumping. I think is the skill. Yeah, that and, sounds right. Um, I know that uh, Toby Kadashi's armor has a lot of it. Um, yeah, I think I got it on so Legiana's yeah. or, or yeah, no, it's probably I think it's just Toby Kadachi's. Um, yeah, I had full Toby Kadachi. It was the first low rank set I made. By the way, thank you, Toby, for giving me a mate extender very early. Yes. <laughs> Switch <laughs> axe and heavy bowgun. Thank you. Right. And longsword. Really? Although I. I I mean, yeah, I ended up not being able to counter as much as I thought I would. Um, just because it's, you know, a lot of it's learning. But I'm getting better at the counter. Oh, yeah. I will point this out. Because we're talking first impressions. Um, Beta Angie Nath was a baby. You, you, you could push him over. He was super easy to fight. You know, whatever. Monster Hunter Worlds, for real, Angie Nath is terrifying. And I hate it, fighting him. <laughs> it is Jurassic Park 1 T-Rex. Holy cow. This thing is intense. Um, so I was going to mention this. The Turf Wars, right? Mm -hmm. um, the Turf Wars, they seem to happen most of the time they, uh, the monsters see each other. I've not really seen a lot of situations where that doesn't happen if they don't have it, if they have a Turf War. Um, right. Anjanath has a Turf War with both Great Jaggers and Toby Kadachi and Rathalos all in the ancient forest. So he can just turf war all day, except he'll lose with Rathalos. So we were in, um, you know, that area that has the giant overhanging boulders that runs up into the uh, upper nest area. Yeah, yeah. like central ancient tree place. 
Yeah. So like basically the floor of the ancient tree. Um, <clears throat> the Anjanath was in that room, and then both Toby Gadachi and Jagras arrived at the same time in the room, and then it was like Turfor, Turfor. I was like, what? Because like you see them pop up on the the research points. <clears throat> so this was a quest that uh, all four of us were fighting, or no, it wasn't all four of us. It was three of us. Um, we were helping out someone who wasn't as far as us. And uh, uh, Anjanath just beats the crap out of uh, Great Jagras. And we're like, okay, yeah, pretty normal. And immediately gets in the turf war with Toby right after he finishes with uh, Jagras. Just turns around and just smacks on Toby. I was like, oh, okay. Anjanath is a little ticked off today. <laughs> I've, never, I've never actually seen uh, him fight Toby. It's cool. Um, I mean, I, I'll give I'll give you a little bit of spoilers. Angie wins. Everybody keeps calling Toby Lightning Squirrel. Really? I call him Lightning Ferret. I call him the Ferret. He looks more like a ferret than a squirrel to me. The longer body, but eh. I do admit his fluffy tail does that twitchy thing that squirrels do. So, but like, he a snake though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I thought he was a snake. Yeah. <laughs> No, his his mouth is definitely snake like. Um, I, I like him though; he's fun to fight. But that's just because I was fighting um, Gunlance with an awesome shield. This this might be kind of spoilery, but I wanted to ask: Speaking about snakes, have you guys looked at the world map in the Rotten Vale? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Um, I think that was I discovered. Won't say it, but but Lobo, next time you're in Rotten Vale, open up your map and look at the map itself. Okay. And keep the words snack in mind. Okay. So, so what you guys were saying about Anjanath, I actually did not have a hard time with him at all uh, playing Longsword. Because he's weak to water. I wasn't using a water Longsword or anything. Um, but just with the um, Foresight Slash, the counter, it rewards like knowing a monster fight so much. Like, I think even more than Greatsword, maybe. And I played Anjanath so many times in the beta, I could just, like, I could counter, like, half his attacks, like, above other monsters by a, lot, a large margin. And, yeah, I, I, I could just, like, see the big uh, train flame burst coming, so I dodged to the side. I didn't have a, I haven't, like, farmed him or anything, but I haven't had a hard time with him. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, um... I actually failed my first attempt at him solo, um, but that was because I was still using bone armor by the time I got to him. Um, you can so use bone armor for a while, though. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not optimal. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I was, I was taking heavy damage, and I didn't upgrade it at all. It was base level bone armor. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so it was. It was kind of tough for me that first time, but then I went ahead and farmed Toby Kadachi armor, and then I just did it, no problem. One thing I did want to point out, too, uh, regarding <clears throat> upgrading your armor, because mm -hmm. we we mentioned investigations. If you're doing investigations, just burn all your armor spheres. Like, just use them willy-nilly. Don't bother saving them. Like, they, you can get more super easily. It's not like old games where you had to, you know, kind of hope you got them. Yeah. This one, yeah. every investigation, or not investigation, I'm sorry, every bounty rewards an armor sphere. <clears throat> and you get armor sphere pluses pretty quickly, too. 
Yeah, I ran out of bounties, actually. Really? I, I did them responding. all. How do you get new you're ones? T- you're talking about the limited bounties. Um, the the regular bounties, like, that never fill up. The small things. Uh, this many herbs, this many mushrooms. The limited F- bounties do do ran out. They, they fill every week. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's... Oh, no, uh, I, was, I was talking about the other ones, like... To hunt two large monsters and you get an armor sphere. Woo. Yeah. Do the, are those supposed to refill weekly? The limited bounties? Yeah, you'll see them. You have five days left or three days left or whatever to finish them. Right. Um, but the other ones, you just they're infinite. Like, they will yep. last, then you go back and you reassign five more and you just keep, keep it rolling. Like, every quest I go back, because I'm completing those like crazy, because... You're always gathering, so you're going to fulfill at least one of the gathered ones. And you'll probably fill up one of the monster-killing ones every quest anyway. Huh. Because both the limited yeah. and the normal ones all completed and stopped going for me. I guess I'll have to find, like, the prompt to get new ones or something. Are you... Okay. That's weird. I am. Uh, I don't know. I've never had I've never had the, the, the regular bounties just go away. Yeah, whenever I go talk to the researchers again, it turns in all those bounties, and then you go to register register bounties, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And it'll have, you click on the empty space and then it'll take you to the list with everything listed there. Uh, yeah, the, the research center is uh, like a, my first stop after every quest, almost. Yeah, no, I'm going there a lot to check like the deliveries for the canteen and stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah I, it, I probably just learned something early on and and forgot it when I was doing something else. <laughs> the menu, yeah, there's a lot of complex systems still. The menu parts of Monster Hunter are always the parts that I ignore. Like mm. in past games, like Meowster Hunter is like, get out of here! <laughs> I don't got time for that. They're back. The I cuts- have a quick question. <laughs> oh, what's the question? Oh, so um. Uh, my first, my first stop's research center. The second stop is to the book guy behind him. You know the head. Mm-hmm. Um, have you gotten any of them past the first tick? You know, when you check the research levels, you know how they have it shows them all slowly filling up, and they'll fill up to the first tick and then kind of lock in there so they won't degrade back down past that. Have you gotten any of them to the second or third tick yet? Now, tick as in research or tick as in scout flies. The rightmost bar. The rightmost bar, which is the scout fly level? Yes. I, yeah, I've never got them past the... I mean, one of them is like almost a two. Okay, because I haven't quite figured out how to keep upgrading that. I think you have to consistently hit the same monster over and over and over and over again until it clicks into the next level. I think uh, as long as you're gathering evidence for that monster constantly... You'll just get there. Yeah, that's. I've I've just been gathering the tracks a lot, and um, I haven't captured a ton, but I've captured when I can, and that's what that's what the NPCs tell you to do. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. The 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 research. I don't know what you want to call the left side. The nodes. The research new nodes do affect the right side too. Okay. So the more research you have on a monster, the easier the scout flies have a time of finding monsters and doing that kind of stuff too. 
Um, for instance, um, I have so far on Anjanath, I want to say, so you have three nodes for low rank, and then high rank you get another three nodes. Um, I don't really think that's too much of a spoiler for people. No. I mean, it's just the research nodes. Um, but I have all six nodes for Anjanath, and he's the one that's the closest because I have been helping people farm Anjanath, and I have been farming Anjanath because making his longsword it's just something I wanted to do. I don't use it. Uh, I don't like negative affinity, but mm. um, and it's got negative twenty percent. That's really high. Uh, yes. Yeah. One in five. I mean, that's really it's a good weapon, but mm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not chancing the crits. So the uh, <clears throat> the uh, longsword takes a lot of Anjanath fangs, and fangs are not easy to get. Um, I would say more so than nose bones in my case, <laughs> which nose bones are like the, the more rare item. And then I have actually, I've had so many Anjanath plates from doing investigations and helping people out that I sold plates to make some armor. I had nine plates. Wow. And I was like, I was like, I don't need plates. I don't. Yeah. That's so. a strange thing is like, I got Ligiana plate on my first hunt. I got Anjanath plate on my first hunt. I think I got a, whatever the thing is for Odegaran. Um, yeah, it seems the plates are a little bit more readily available. They might have changed that. I'm upset yeah. because I get, I'm getting plates for Lagiana, but I need um, <laughs> the frost the frost sacks. Yeah. I just need one, and they just they don't appear. They don't exist to me, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, that, no, I'm having trying, the same... Man. Investigations. I have the exact same problem. It's the frost sacks, and then like um, you have to damage the tail in every hunt because so many of the weapons require um, uh, uh, tail webbing. I think it is. Oh yes. I like that. At least you can see now. That's another thing. First impression thing. Um, being able to look at what drops what instead of going to the wiki. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. <laughs> Yeah, especially since yep. the wiki has a bunch of like spoilers on it right now. <laughs> I'm, I have yeah. to be careful browsing YouTube. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, everywhere is pretty dangerous until you finish up. It's why I haven't really kept up with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, um, we got a little bit of publicity, Monster Hunter wise. Um, not you know not the Hunters Hub, but Monster Hunter in general. Uh, on some of the podcasts that I listen to. Uh, they had a whole like good section on Monster Hunter sales and a lot of the podcasts recently, so that was good. I do know um, uh, Jesse Cox and a couple of the other big YouTubers are actually giving it a try too, so that's making me happy seeing you know people with oh, lots of subscribers. Holy cow! I have not seen if Je- Jesse. Co- I know that uh, Pro Jared has been doing a Let's Play, but Jesse. Yeah, well, he did it back in. Three, I think Jesse he was did participating. In, he did it in four ultimate. Yeah, and now he's doing remember, worlds again. I have not uh, seen this. Him hot. and him and Dodger both like Monster Hunter Dodger more so. Sorry for the um, typing. I'm just gonna check real fast. Um, but and uh, yeah, sorry, we're nerding out about other creators. <laughs> um, <laughs> he it's uh it's Jesse Cox and Saint Victor. Saint Victor. Why do I know Saint Victor? It's probably it's an affiliation with those guys. Uh, um, yeah, but yeah, the, you know, forty thousand subscribers and Jesse Cox's 
uh, his channel has so many subscribers and they're streaming and everything like that. And it's really cool seeing, you know, big names actually showing it off and potentially bringing more people on. We talked about gathering, but I have been obsessed with the small creatures, the indigenous life, I think they call oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, oh, putting them in your house. You mean yes. you mean Animal Crossing? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, uh, so the same friend that um, was talking to me about the DLC stuff, um, we were just like, it was just us one night because I've been staying up till three or four in the morning playing. I'm not kidding. Um, I've been staying up late nights playing. Uh, and it's just me and him. And he, we went on a mission, an expedition specifically to get the rabbits from. Oh, the white rabbits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from the, uh, the Wild Spar Waste, the, the, the bun- desert bunnies. Um, to put her in her house and then do some fishing to get some fish in her house. Oh my gosh. We were like freaking Animal Crossing slash Pokemon Masters. Like, we were just like grabbing everything. And that, like, I have never been so invested in decorating a house in any game. Yeah. Just because you could put the wildlife in your home. So I have a, uh, I have some even worse news for you. Uh oh. Um, there's shiny variants of most of the yeah. uh, little animals no. you can catch. Mm-hmm. No, there's not. Yep. I got a prismatic drone the other day. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh... I got I got the gold drone, but not the... I also saw you know, those little um, wiggler things that are in coral? Yeah, the queen wiggler. Yeah. She's like I red. A, yeah, I, I haven't been able to catch the red one, but there's a red one. Oh, I had a saga with this one, Lobrin. So, like, I uh, to, to the northwest of the base camp in the, in the Coral Highlands, I, I like went out and like I saw the red one, and I like shot the 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 I was creeping up, and I shot the um, capture net, the net, and it just yeah. landed like a couple feet too short, and it popped back underground, and it went away forever. I was like, ah, I will find you. So, on a random online hunt, I um. I was uh, just like going to after Paloma or something, but I see it there and I was yeah. like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so I just like crouch <laughs> and I'm like very deliberately loading the thing and I just creeping just a bit closer because you have to get like close enough that they would flee, but uh, to be in range to fire the the capture net. But but I fired it and I got it and I was like, I was just like fist bumping away. I was like, "Yes!" I was so happy. And, um, yeah, just, it, it's really cool how they, like, having small, small creatures to begin with is really awesome, but, like, the, I think they're a perfect, uh, implementation of rare spawns in a game like Monster Hunter, because they will, um, incentivize you to look out for them and to, like, uh, uh, pursue them. But not to the point where like you're needing them to craft like armor or something. Like you need to get like wiggler plates. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um, have you um this is a fun one. After at a certain point in the story you get access to a place that the cat was blocking you off earlier. Have you guys moved to that new place? Uh the second house, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I wasn't sure if you guys had it or not. I actually got because 
Uh, I actually got to move into the third house, the uh, super elite one. Yeah, there's one. a third house. I know there's a third house, but in the second house, I'm just happy that you can release more pets, and there's spots where you can just sit and watch the pets and interact with them. Oh yeah, that's great. There's three pages of placeable pets in the third house. Wow. Have you yeah. uh, have you sat and interacted with your pets yet? No, I haven't. I didn't even know you could. Yeah, St- just go sit on your Stop bed. Stop making me stay in this game longer, Lobo. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, just go sit on your bed. I just saw this, guys, and I, I, this is like a, a, a live reaction for me. I didn't know. Did you know we went up to 141,000 subscribers today? No. <laughs> what? I had not checked. What the actual pleasieth here? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. oh my gosh. I knew we were like, aha, it's funny. We hit 111, right? Like right when the game came out, we we're like, aha, we gained 30,000 since Friday. Holy cow. What? Okay. Hey, yeah. Hey, you question. You have the, uh, you have the, um, uh, the, the, the special edition version of it, right? The collector's edition. Yes, I do. Have you used your Ninja Star ability yet? No, I have not. It's like an advanced shadow boxing. It can actually hit things at range. Oh, I didn't know that. The only thing... um, So, funny story. I thought I threw out my pre-order bonus. So I didn't actually upload my pre-order bonus until yesterday. uh, Because that was separate. It was on the, the receipt. Really? Um. Yeah, so like the pre-order bonus, which has the hunter gear and the fair winds charm, um, that I didn't actually upload. Oh man, yesterday. that's a bummer. I didn't use any. So I yeah, I was going through. Most people are like, "Why are you having such a hard time?" Because you had the hunter's gear. You, why don't you just use that? Because it's actually fairly decent for early game. The hunter's gear. Um, and I was like, "Nope, I got bone. I made bone." <laughs> I love the charm because having divine intervention. It's pretty nice early on. Yeah, I didn't have the charm. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I was already high rank by the time that I found my pre-order code. Uh, but I do have like the collector's edition stuff, like the samurai skin, um, which I think was cool for a little bit. But um, I kind of just like seeing the way armor looks. So yeah, I haven't equipped, uh, even if it's goofy. I haven't equipped the samurai stuff, even though I got all the digital content, but except for the uh, um, guild marm costume. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, the Nergagante figure is a little bit bigger than I expected. It's about four inches tall or so. Oh really? Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not huge, but it's it's decently sized, and it is sharp. <laughs> um, so those spikes all over it. Uh, are still hard pla- they're plastic but they're still hard so uh, I gave it to my daughter and or my three year old and she was like ow it's spiky <laughs> don't touch it it hurts ouch it's sharp <laughs> so that's also educational for Chuan. It's, um, it's Capcom's way of teaching children how to play the Dante fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I was, uh, I was saying in, in chat with another uh, with actually uh, Quentin, our one of the mods, I was like, "Yep, hunters in training." He was like, "A little young, one and three hunters in training, <laughs> still training them." <laughs> hunters in training wheels. 
what is your guys' favorite monster so far that you've seen? Hmm. Uh, Loverin, do you or have intro. one? Oh, favorite. Well, <clears throat> I still like Lightning Squirrel, even though I haven't fought him that much. Mm-hmm. I like Lagiana. It is a satisfyingly fun and difficult fight. It doesn't feel cheap. It feels really rewarding that when you dodge the when you dodge the ice paths and his obvious roars and like he's just he's the most fun I've had fighting a monster in a while. And just because of the he, fact that it is challenging, but I can still do it. Yeah, he's challenging, but he telegraphs way better than a lot of monsters. And I don't know why. That's typically something reserved for an easier monster, like such huge telegraphs, but Because sometimes you do get a hit. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, that was um classic monster hunter for me was the um where it where it does the flip around uh, like butterfly thing and it flaps its wings at you and shoots the ice ice uh the permafrost wave at you. Um and that, that that's I thought it was I don't know, I can I liked that they had the big uh, windups on them because it was such a quick monster, but it also felt like you know um what you're doing with it. So yeah, uh, I've hunted Legion like 20 times. I think it's also my favorite monster so far. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, my favorite is still Diablos. That intro, when you actually fight Diablos the first time, that is a great intro for Diablos. Mm. Did you fight him the first time you go to the Wastes? Uh, no, no, no. You no. fight him towards towards the end of the low rank. Um, okay, I was making. I was wondering. I was like, did I somehow just avoid? Uh, yeah, just you're not there him? yet. That's yeah. You haven't seen this intro yet. Okay. Um, not really a spoiler that Diablos is in the game or that he has intro. So, but yeah, his intro is good. Like even my wife, I made her watch a lot of the intros. <laughs> she was like, "No, that was cool." Um, uh, very intimidating. Uh, still my favorite monster, but I will say honorable mention to a new entrant is Odagarin. I like him a lot. He feels fast, but uh, uh, he they made his aesthetics very well to say, hey, I'm a fast monster, but he's manageable, right? Because yeah. his attacks, they're fast, but they're attacks. You know what I mean? He's not dogging you down like there's some sort of unbeatable, like fast thing. You know what I mean? Um, right. He feels fast within the mechanics of the game, and I think it's really cool how they pulled that off. It look, feels very believable that he's a fast dog. <laughs> um, and that bleed effect that <laughs> is back in full full force. Cause <laughs> holy cow! Um, but yeah, yeah, I think uh, I love just like the the moments when you enter each area. They look so cool. Uh, and I can't wait for everyone to see like the final area. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Um, alrighty, guys. Well, uh, I guess the consensus is it's fun. I don't think we uh, we ever really said anything too much negative aside from the online stuff. Um, it's a good game. Pick it up if you haven't. If you're just listening to see. Um, probably not, considering it sold five million already. <laughs> three days that's old news by this point old news by the time us talking about it let alone when this comes out so. <laughs>
Uh, yeah. So, alrighty. Awesome. Awesome game. Good job, Capcom. Good job, Monster Hunter team. We love it. Um, so, uh, we'll end it there. So, thank you, Hunters, for joining us, and we'll see you next quest. See you later. Thank you, Hunters, for listening today. You can catch us on SoundCloud or any past episodes on Google Drive download or YouTube.